I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian. We're featuring a series of podcasts connecting the Rio Grande Valley to Europe. Recently, Matt Ruschek of the Rio South Texas Economic Council hosted members of the Transatlantic Business and Investment Council. Steve Taylor spoke to Nordic Specialist with the Transatlantic Business and Investment Council, Charlotte Nyloft of Denmark. This is what it sounded like. Let's start with Reynosa, Charlotte. Your first impressions? We got a really good impression of the of the size of the, the, the industrial parks and the variety of companies there. Um, and just the sheer, the sheer number of, of trade that go in, and produ- production going on from this place is, is really amazing. Very high tech. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Hi, maybe not so much high tech, but but at least the the um, you, you know the disciplines in, in, in lean and, and and these other types of, of uh, you can say this production mindset that I think Europeans would look for and and in the uh, stereotype. Um, Mindset would probably not think that would exist in that particular area because we 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 tend to see in in in, in Europe um, sometimes the the, the very uh, um, say one side of the of the coin type of stories. So so um, that was definitely a a very pleasant uh, not surprise but a pleasant pleasant con- confirmation for me that that uh, it is just business as usual. And uh, you you also struck by how much of, of the finished product, how there's that uh, back and forth. Yeah. Some of a part will be made in in the U.S., sent over to Mexico to be added to, then comes back to the U.S. and more will be added yeah. and back and forth. That yeah, the whole the whole um, you can say the, the to to the to the large extent that you actually have products that are traveling multiple times across the border. Um, to have that part of the, the process where it makes most sense conducted. That, that was uh, really impressive to see. And, and that whole, that, that logistics that goes behind that is just really, really impressive. But obviously it also catered to, uh, to corporations and manufacturers that, that have, you know, lots and vast amounts of, of, of pieces they need to produce every day and, and, and really big, big uh, production capacity where that is required that can take advantage of these um, um, these opportunities with, with low cost um, in, in labor on one side and low cost and utility on the other side and then switch back and forth at, as it makes sense. That, that, was, uh, that was very impressive to see how that is actually managed. And then also what what I um, enjoyed um, seeing uh, was the was the so-called uh, shelter uh, production that we we went to see. That was of course not in the we saw the the, the, the production on, on this side and not on the Renosa side, but we saw it on the American side, uh, which was also a a very very pleasant surprise to me and gives of course. Uh, the whole notion of manufacturing in, in, in Mexico, a whole new dimension for for companies from the European countries because you can actually, in that sort of quasi-incubator, you can have um, you can have product manufactured as if you were in, in Mexico yourself. 
um, concentrate on, on what you do best, selling your product and developing your product. I've had other people that are, that are uh, intimate familiar with, with the laws and regulations in, in, in Mexico and know how to, to deal with the, with the unions and, and, and everyday bureaucracy that, that comes along with dealing with, with the country um, of Mexico. Um, leave that to people that are, are used to that, so you can concentrate on what you do until you are get familiar with the with the uh, with the uh, traditions and and, mm. and um, uh, uh, frames of, of doing business. Mm. So so that was really really interesting to see. Yeah. Let me ask about the tour as a whole. Um, had you heard of the Rio Grande Valley before you had you got the invitation to come down here, and what were what were your goals in coming coming to it and uh, this? I obviously have heard about the the valley from from uh, Matt. He is, of course, a fantastic ambassador for the for the region. So, so from a concept, I have heard about it. I don't think I. Where did you first meet Matt? Oh, I met him, I believe, um, at the Hannover Messe last year. I believe, yeah, Hannover Messe last year in Germany, and then we met again at Select USA in DC. Um, so yeah, and then he's he, he's he's a great guy because he, he's one of them who stays in touch, and we, we communicate back and forth once in a while. You know, sent uh, information about uh, what do you think about this, and, and so on and so forth. So he's one of these people that you would you would stay in touch with. Um, but I don't think I really understood um, sort of the whole let's say concept of the um, that actually Rio South Texas were were actually four counties. I I don't think I really have have grasped grasped that. So so that was at least something that. I, I um, have become um, more familiar with on, on the tour, and also obviously the whole, um, you can say the, the 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 promotion of the, the the valley, both on the north and south side of the border, as a whole region to do business. Um, that has become much more uh, clear for me now that uh, what advantages that brings to, to manufacturers that have a, a demand for high capacity. So, so that has really been, been an eye-opener. So, so that's good. Tell us about um, your company or your business, yeah. what, what, what role you have and who you represent yeah. or what your aim is. Yeah, so yeah, I represent the uh, Transatlantic Business and Investment Council, um, which is a, a, a European, uh, European founded and we are a network of, of uh, about 100 uh, counties and communities in the United States and, and our goal is to help you guys um, of the communities that we serve, uh, lead generate from our various European countries. Um, and I am the one that are especially um, focused on the Nordic countries, so I am living and, and working out of Denmark, and I represent the Nordic countries, Denmark, Norway, Sweden and Finland, and the Baltic region as well. So my goal is to help the communities here in the United States that are our members to identify potential leads in these countries that can be um, interested in setting up a production here in, in, in your area. So it's really um, companies from that region, that part of Europe, come and invest here in the United States, not the other way around? Not the other way around, mm -hmm. not the other way around. Mm -hmm. so, so my goal is to follow the 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 news the 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 business news in in the various countries is identify companies that are on the the you can say the tipping point of of where it makes sense they have potentially such a large export to the United States that 
they have reached a, a, a tipping point where um, it now makes sense to start a production or at least assembly in, in the United States to actually, you know, um, reduce cost and be more attractive to the to the U.S. customers, be closer with production to the U.S. customers or the North American customers, have you know inventory placed here and and whatnot. So so to identify the companies that are at that tipping point, that's of course an, an art of itself. So but that's that's what I'm doing in in my capacity as as Nordic specialist for the Transatlantic Business and Investment Council. How how often do you come to the United States in a year? Uh, not as often as I would love to, but uh, probably two or three times a year. So, uh, yeah. Have, have you had a chance to study enough yet the um, this, the U.S. Mexico Canadian trade agreement, um, the changes to NAFTA? Because I've heard that the way it's, it's it could well be it's going it hasn't been ratified yet. I know, but I've heard that it could be that European companies are going to be more interested in, in investing here because of the requirements of that ag agreement. I haven't been able to study that in depth, but that is uh, from my own, so to say, perception and my the driver and the story that I'm telling when I'm talking to companies from the Nordic region, that that would be an advantage to actually have a presence here to take advantage of the, the, of the NAFTA um, um, agreement. So, I've worked uh, previously in the, uh, at the Danish Trade Council uh, in the office in Atlanta and in Washington DC and that was already then one of my the key points to the companies I worked with at that point to say you know with a with the presence in the United States you're actually able to take advantage of, of uh, the NAFTA agreement but the changes um, I haven't been studying in depth I, I have to admit so yeah uh, what was I going to ask um, how much interest in, in your part of Europe, the Baltic area, the, the Nordic countries, how much interest there is, is there at the moment in, in uh, investing over here? Is, do you have a big presence? as a region? We, we have a, a fairly big presence from, from a, a standpoint. There is a, a couple of, of, of states in the United States where we are in the top 10 of the of the in, in investors uh, or responsible for, for foreign direct investment. So we are basically very proud of that as a, as a region because we are a very small region and, and we are more, it's, it's not the, uh, the, it's not the German Huge capacity manufacturers. We're we're smaller um, uh, companies that are representing. Which states, which states are you in the top ten? Um, we are in uh, in Georgia. We are in the top ten um, of, of um, foreign direct investments. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, do you think the valley has potential to attract the the sort of the companies that you? You're, that are on that uh, tipping point, or is it, does it, is it going to take a lot? Is this a long term project for the Rio Grande Valley to interest those companies? I think it will be a, a little region. bit of a long, you say, it will be a long term uh, project, but I'm pretty sure that there will be, that we will be able, in, in when we are working together, if, if, if Matt and myself we are putting our heads together to identify where, what would be good target industries and where can we make a good case. But, but we, we need on this end to actually sort of, um, you can say, do, do a little bit of groundwork to identify these companies and then target uh, these um, identified uh, companies and then make the case for them. But then I, I truly believe that we can find the companies that would be interested in, in going here. And is that, is that because of our unique uh, geographical location of, of, of being 
able to move from one two different markets in Mexico and the US is that is that would that play a factor yeah and the um, the ability to actually take advantage of, of the the low-cost production in United uh, in, in Mexico sorry uh, with the with the sort of the, the quality as you would see in in any other production that I think would be would be the key factor mm -hmm. yeah is there anything else you would like to add, Charlotte, about your visit? I mean, how, how pleased are you that you made the trip? Like Matt said, you could be anywhere in the whole world. <laughs> You chose the valley. I chose the valley. What do it, you think? It has been a great, uh, great, great trip. As Matt has done a tremendous job of, of putting us in front of, of all kinds of uh, a big variety of, of very interesting um, topics that we have learned more about. So I think it has been a, in a, a great trip, and the, the, the trip to the ranch, the trip to the to the bridge, and and the, the the dinner yesterday evening with with some of the officials as well from from the Mexico side has absolutely you know concluded the trip. And a, a really really nice uh, experience so uh, so yeah I've been been overall very pleased and have been I'm very happy that I made the decision of, of uh, accepting the invitation to come and, and learn more about the the region so absolutely so we so. we hope to see you back here absolutely again. absolutely Niloft founder and CEO of CNR consulting is a member of the transatlantic business and investment council this is one of a series of podcasts called Connecting the Rio Grande Valley to Europe. We're featuring members of the Transatlantic Business and Investment Council as they traveled the Rio Grande Valley on a site selector tour hosted by Matt Ruscheck of the Rio South Texas Economic Council.